Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. We are in that generation uh, that is raising their own children and also taking care of their parents. In my case, my 91-year-old mother lives with us. And it's a joy most of the time. So how does this robust 93-year-old elder end up not only raced to the hospital, but $50,000 in debt for tech equipment, sporting goods, new furniture, I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, take a listen to our friends at Crime Online. The family of a 93-year-old man hires a home health care provider, a 34-year-old mom. Her duties include daily in-home interaction with the patient, meals, and medication management. Suddenly, the elderly man had to be rushed to the hospital. He was lethargic and unresponsive. At the hospital, doctors realized the 93-year-old had overdosed. He was revived by Narcan. An investigation showed powerful narcotics in his system that were not prescribed by his doctor. The 93-year-old victim was rushed to the hospital suffering from a drug overdose. He was revived with Narcan, and doctors would then discover that he had been given powerful drugs that were not part of his daily treatment. Narcan? When I hear Narcan... I actually think of Prince, the artist formerly known as Prince. And let me let one of our all-star panel explain why. What does a 93-year-old elder have to do with Prince, one of those uh, talented musicians that ever lived? Well, straight out to Dr. William Maroney, medical examiner, toxicologist, pathologist, opioid treatment expert, author of American Narcan, naloxone, and heron fentanyl associated mortality. Wow, that's a mouthful. Can we just go with American Narcan, Dr. William Maroney? And let me just tell you something else. Maroney 
isn't living up in some ivory tower. Because you know how much I hate that kind of person. He actually has created and outfitted a mobile unit, a medical mobile unit to treat opioid ODs and opioid addicts. That is who he is. Dr. William Maroney, I usually don't associate a 93-year-old elder with a shot of Narcan. First of all, what is Narcan? Why do you use it? Narcan is a chemical whose structure looks a lot like other opioids like Vicodin, like morphine, um, hydrocodone, oxycodone, but it has a unique property and that it blocks the opioid receptor and it pushes off other opioid drugs. Okay, just stop right there. I don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. And I've got two legal degrees and an undergraduate degree. Sure. Dummy it down for me, Maroney. I mean, I tell you this every time. Just, what is Narcan? It reverses opioid uh, overdose. That's an easy way to say it. Yeah, but it does it by going into your brain and it kind of scoops off the bad drugs. And it blocks the part of the, ba the brain where the bad drugs were shutting down your respiration. You overdose on a drug because it goes to certain parts of your brain. The brain has centers that say, please keep breathing. And those are in the in an area called the ponds geographically. You have drugs telling the brain to stop breathing. Narcan goes in and pushes those drugs off and you naturally start to rebreathe. When you go into the emergency room, the protocol is to see that if you're not breathing, they check your airway to see it's not blocked. And the next thing you do is you get an injection of Narcan and if you're reversed, that's an overdose. That has to be done before you're tested for any drugs. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You're, you're losing me again. Yeah. Okay. I've got, I've got it as far as Narcan, which is, is that its real name? Narcan is the brand name. The real name, the chemical name is naloxone. Okay, got well, wait, wait, naloxone. Naloxone yep. fights uh, an OD of opioids such as fentanyl or Oxycontin because those substances go into your brain and can make you stop breathing. And Narcan comes in like Superman and throws off the opioid off those brain receptors and your body naturally starts breathing again. Is that right? That's right. But, but, no, no, but, no. What does that have to do with Prince? What does that have to do with Prince? What that has to do with Prince is when Prince was flying around, he had an episode in the airplane where he, he presented symptoms of an overdose and his plane had to land. And I think it landed around Moline, Illinois, the Quad Cities, on his way back to Minneapolis. And people were wondering, what the hell is he doing in the Quad Cities? They're really small. It's off the Mississippi. There's nothing there. But they needed to get him to a hospital. And you could not finish the flight by going back to Minneapolis or he would have died. The flight landed and they rushed Prince to the hospital and he got Narcan and he came back. But we have everybody follow a protocol after you're reversed 
that you stay in the hospital and have tests done to make sure that you're safe when you're you're discharged. And Prince and his entourage chose to get the shot, get the reversal, and hit the door and kind of leave against medical advice to get back to home because his number one concern was his privacy and it was his confidentiality. And, and a lot of people think about that, but you really need to stay in the hospital because what happened with this 93-year-old man was they did further testing and they saw there was stuff in his blood, in blood tests, that not only didn't belong there, but it wasn't prescribed to him. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go back to the 93-year-old elder, yep. factual tidbit, did you know that Prince's driveway to his mansion down in Turks and Caicos is purple? I, I didn't, but, you okay. know. See, I just wanted for once to know one thing that you didn't know. Just one thing. Even an odd tidbit about a purple driveway. And it's not a tacky purple. It's kind of a pale lavender. Just so you know. Now, I've actually been able to tell Dr. William Maroney something he didn't already know. Amazing. So, I want to get back to off Prince, as much as I like to talk about Prince because I loved him so much. I want to get back on the 93-year-old elder. So, joining me right now, uh, you know her well, Caitlin Becker, senior reporter, DailyMail.com. Uh, you can find her at Caitlin Becker, Caitlin with a C. Caitlin, thanks for being with us. So, the first thing we had any idea that anything was wrong brewing with this 93-year-old elder is that he's rushed to the hospital basically with an opioid overdose. Is that correct, Caitlin? That's correct, Nancy. And you hear a 93-year-old rush to the hospital. Not really surprising. Maybe an overdose, maybe confusion on their, on their medication. Hey, 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 hey. My mother's approaching 92. She is not confused about anything at all. She is sharper than attack. She is 99 pounds of hell on wheels. Let me just tell you that. I would that. expect nothing less of your Holy mother, Holy moly. I'm like, I get scared every time I walk in her room. <laughs> but anyway, that said, and Cheryl McCollum, as you know well, she's mobile. She's all over the place. Oh, absolutely. Miss Grace is all <sighs> over everything. Sharp as a tack. So, Caitlin, this guy, I mean, I don't know if he was uh, out of it or if he was smarter than everybody in the room like my mother is, but an overdose on opioids? Yeah, either way, an overdose on non-prescribed, basically street drugs is not something anybody expects from a, a 93-year-old, something... It just, it struck the police and it struck doctors as something is wrong here. Something is definitely wrong. wrong here. Yeah. And let me understand, Caitlin Becker, again, joining us from DailyMail.com, where she is a senior investigative reporter. Caitlin, he was not a drug addict. Of course, he would never have made it. I mean, Maroney, would he ever have made it to 93 as a drug addict? Not likely. No way. And I, I, and this is a guess. I don't think it's something that you start doing in your 90s. Yeah, right. You don't go score on the corner when you're 92 and then at when 93 get rushed to the ER. I can help you out on that one, Maroney, who's not a drug addict. And then just out of the blue an OD on opioids, and they revive him with Narcan. Dr. Maroney, what is it, just one big shot? It's 0 0.1 milligrams, so it's a real small spray. 
and it goes up one nostril and it can be anywhere from two to four milligrams in the original Narcan dose. And you only need 10 or 20 seconds to see if it's going to work. And if it doesn't work by one minute, you're supposed to get a second shot exactly in the nose same way wait a shot or a spray it's a spray i'm sorry sorry to to jump in there i've seen it i've actually seen it done and work and it's really an an incredible incredible drug kaylin baker i'm gonna ask you instead of the uh way overqualified uh two medical doctors (laughs) we have on the panel today because i think i'm gonna understand you better what happened when the person you saw got uh, Narcan. Um, so the person I saw who got Narcan overdosed. I was in a CVS parking lot and just saw their car roll into another car. We got cops on the scene. They just shot this little squeeze up of this spray up a nostril. And within 15 seconds, the person who looked lifeless, head bobbing down, eyes rolling back in their head, popped up like they just got a jolt of energy. Breathing, eyes opened. It was wild. You know, I've never heard it described that way. Caitlin, uh, Dr. Maroney, I'm sure you've seen this on TV where uh, the doctors rush into the emergency room and they're trying to resuscitate somebody, uh, giving them CPR, and then they get a big shot and they just stick it right in the person's chest. I thought that's what it was like, but it's not. When they go in the chest, it's usually epinephrine for a cardiac arrest. Narcan always goes up the nose as a spray. Why do you use the nose, by the way? You use the nose because it's faster than getting IV access. You can have anywhere from 50 to 100% bioavailability by going into the nose. Plus, they say there's veins and arteries in the nose that actually go to the brain. So injecting somebody in the arm really doesn't make a lot of sense. You can get it into them faster. Now, would this apply to fentanyl patches, Maroney? Like, if somebody's on fentanyl patches, do they need to have Narcan around? They do. Any doctor prescribing fentanyl patches without Narcan in the home is outside of best practices. Not good. Okay, good to know to all of you that are using fentanyl patches or on Oxy, for whatever reason, you need to have Narcan in your home. Does that uh, go for oxy pills as well? Any opioid. Got it. Any opioid prescribed. Is Percocet an opioid? Yes, it is. So a lot of medications mean that you need to have Narcan in your home. Wow. And it's just a spray that goes up your nose. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here. Please join us now on Fox Nation for a brand new investigation Parallels of Evil, the Bundy and Idaho killings. In this gripping special investigation, we bring together an incredible panel of guests who analyze disturbing similarities of evil between these horrible crimes. We speak with two female Ted Bundy survivors, Karen Pryor and Cheryl Thomas, who describe their life before and after they were victims of Ted Bundy. We also speak with the renowned private investigator Bill Warner, who worked the cases, and Ted Bundy's defense attorney, John Henry Brown. We traveled to Moscow, Idaho, to speak with Washington State University students and interview neighbors of Brian Koberger. One neighbor shares exclusive insights about the suspect in the Idaho killings, Brian Koberger. Don't miss Parallels of Evil, the Bundy and Idaho killings, streaming now exclusively on Fox Nation. 
Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Okay, back to the elder. The 93-year-old elder, no history of drug abuse at all. Very loving family, in-home health care, the works. Uh, They treat this guy like gold, and then suddenly he ends up in the ER with Narcan being sprayed up his nose. Well, that tips off a whole series of events. Take a listen to our friend Sidney Sumner at CrimeOnline.com. The patient's oldest daughter contacted the police after noticing strange transactions on her father's credit card. There were purchases for women's shoes, clothing, furniture, and a wicker patio set. What really made alarm bells ring were the large item purchases made at a sporting goods store, something a 93-year-old man wouldn't be doing. There was even a generator that was bought but could not be found anywhere on the man's property. Nearly $50,000 had been charged on the credit card. Well, you know, Cheryl McCollum, uh, founder and director of the Cold Case Research Institute and star of a hit podcast, Zone 7. Cheryl McCollum, it sounds like not only is a 93-year-old man an addict, scoring out on the corner. Sounds like he's a sugar daddy, too. Did you hear all that? Let's see here. Women's shoes, clothing, furniture, a wicker patio set, tech equipment, sporting goods equipment, you name it, even a generator. Yeah, the women's shoes should have been a tremendous flag because, again, you've got somebody that now in the recent event is looking like one type of person when everybody in his life knows that none of that is true. He doesn't have a female in his life that he is romantic with. Or Not one to. that they know of anyway. That's right. But the other thing, he is living with assisted living help. To Dr. Angela Arnold, joining me, renowned psychiatrist in the Atlanta jurisdiction. You can find her at AngelaArnoldMD.com. Dr. Angie, mm-hmm. you have heard of guys that are not just homebound, but they get into like online videos and they let the women that are like undressing somewhere in the world on the other end of the camera 
get into their pocket as well and spend all their money. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, this guy seemingly is not leaving the home, but he's spending that money somewhere. So what about an online sugar daddy? Thoughts? No, well, it could be. And, you know, and Nancy, the women that participate in those activities are very, very good at it. You know, isn't this a little bit beyond your expertise as a psychiatrist? No. No, I, I take care of these of these okay, women. how do you know these women are so good out of at wheedling money out of the guy on the other end? Well, because unfortunately, I, I take care of some of them, and they tell me how they do it. How do they do it? Well, it's it's you know, Nancy, sex is a very powerful tool. Until the day a man dies, sex is typically a very powerful tool that women can use. Yeah, you know what, James Shelnut, what's wrong with men? Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. There's oh, nothing okay. wrong with men being attracted to that. That's what's wrong with men right there. They don't realize there's something horribly wrong. Guys, you were just hearing, uh, hearing high-profile lawyer James Shelnut joining us. Uh, he is the star, as it were, of the Shelnut Law Firm, but... Former Metro Major Case and SWAT. You can find him at shellnutlawfirm.com. James Shellnut, as interesting as the law might be right now, I've got to go back to Dr. Angie. Dr. Angie, what are the tricks of the trade? How do they get money out of these guys on the other end? I mean, we're talking about $50,000 of women's shoes, furniture, clothing, blah, blah. First of all, like I told you, Nancy, they're very, they're very good at what they do. They take off their clothes. It's not hard. And men can be very gullible. They don't even have to take off their clothes at first. They can be very scantily clad, but they make the man feel that he is very important and they give him a lot of attention and they're very interested in him. So it doesn't have to be initially just taking your clothes off. It can get to that. I mean, I'm trying to just absorb what you're saying. Okay, can I tell you this uh, true story? A friend of my husband's that he went to college with becomes a stockbroker. Wait, no, he's in bonds, bonds, just bonds. And he has a wonderful wife. And all of a sudden he goes to a strip bar for some party or something. He falls for a stripper. And by the time she's done with him, he has paid for her son's entire private school education. Bailed her out, put a down payment on her house. He's broke. His wife gets a divorce and he loses his job because he's gone bankrupt. A stripper. Yes, Dr. Angie. And, and Shellnut says there's nothing wrong with men. Okay. Well, Nancy, look, Diana, listen. Is your name is like Dr. Whole, Angie Arnold? Whole, I, don't, I don't want to talk to you. I was talking about you, Shellnut. Look, there's a whole website online. There's websites everywhere online dedicated to sugar babies for these old men to go online and spend money on young women. And that's what it's called. It's, it's, it's called a sugar daddy. It's online. And it's more common than what people think. Not that I've accessed it, and I'm not planning on it, but I'm just telling you from representing not clients. That I know anything about it myself. I haven't done any private investigative yeah, work. Asking, asking for a friend, but I'm just saying that numerous clients that we've had have had issues with that, and that's that's very common these days. I mean, Dr. Angie Arnold, your whole, you lose your job. Mm-hmm. You can't trade bonds if you're going bankrupt. You, in the middle of a divorce, a wife that stood by you through thick and thin over a stripper who, mm-hmm. by the way, in the end leaves him when he runs out of money. Of course. Of course. The stripper, the, the person doesn't love them, but the man can be so mesmer- mesmerized by what these women can do 
Stacey, I've heard stories. Oh, please tell me one. Um, okay, I've got a good one for you. Everybody in the studio just settled in. Okay, we're ready. One, <laughs> one woman like this going to the same dress store, the same high-end clothing store. Oh, of course it's high-end. You had to throw that in because yeah. you would associate with no one less than a high-end shopper. Go ahead. <laughs> with five... I see you at the dollar store, Dr. Angie. Go it. You do not look like you shop at the dollar store, Nancy. Well, I do. I mean, if you're buying toothpaste anywhere but Dollar Tree, you're crazy. But go ahead. <laughs> go on and spend that money. There's a story of a woman who literally went into this particular dress store with five different men. And the and the people that worked in the store had to just be very quiet about it and pretend like she didn't already have an account there five times. So the people in the store knew what she was doing. Well, what I don't understand is why she's limiting it to clothes. She needs to be putting that in a savings account and an IRA and a whatever all that is. Forget forget the clothes. You can't live in those when you're 65. Believe me, they're doing that also. Okay, you know, here's the problem, Cheryl McCollum. Cheryl McCollum's head is probably just spinning around because she, like I, look at everything as it relates to the evidence at hand. There may be, I'm not... Okay, somebody took us down a, 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 the rosy path because any sugar baby that may have been on the other side of the video could not have given him or accessed for him an opioid overdose. That's what I was going to say. Yep, that had to be somebody connected to him. Physically, in person, connected to him. So take a listen now to our friends at Fox 8. The daughter of the 93-year-old victim noticed the unauthorized purchases on her father's account and contacted Sandusky police. Detectives say it appears Mallory Giles bought more than $50,000 in merchandise with the victim's credit cards. We believe there were shoes included in that, clothing, uh, furniture for her residence, wall decor, um, outside um, lawn care items. And take a listen to Jack Shea. 34-year-old Mallory Giles, a home health care aide from Huron, faces tough questions from police detectives about a series of purchases she made while using the credit card and identity of a 93-year-old man she had been caring for at his condo in Sandusky. And he had his credit cards that he was allowing the home health aide to use to make certain purchases that he needed. However, at some point, she began taking advantage of that and started making purchases for herself. She basically outfitted your entire house with all these credit cards. Cheryl McCollum joining me, director of the Cold Case Research Institute and forensic expert. She would have had access to the opioids. And hold on, Caitlin Becker, Daily Mail, was she, is she accused of routinely overdosing him so she could go on shopping sprees at this point it seems like she's accused of doing this to him not necessarily so she could go on shopping sprees but so that he may not notice that she's going on shopping sprees and may not notice that there are issues with his credit card and with things like that but what i find wild is Somebody pays the credit card bill. Probably her, Caitlin. Oh, right. She probably is all up in his um, paying online and direct deposits of his government checks, if he's getting any, and direct payments to, for instance, the phone company and the gas company. So Cheryl McCollum, director of the Cold Case Research Institute, 
that fits in to your theory that it had to be someone with a physical connection to him in order to not only use his credit cards, any sugar baby could do that, but to actually give him the OD. And wait, hold on. Dr. Maroney, how could we tell it wasn't self-inflicted? That we know it wasn't a suicide attempt or an accidental overdose on his part. Because they told us at the hospital he's not prescribed any of these meds. Right. Which means he has to get them through somebody and she is his window to the outside world. Okay, Cheryl. Nancy, when you have somebody at this age, their social circle is very, very small. The people that have access to them daily, that would have access to not only their mailbox, but their medicine and their food, and when they are awake and when they're asleep, is going to be not more than two or three people. So they're going to be able to look at each individual that has access to him, his credit cards, his medicine, and his home, and, you know, go to work pretty easily. You know, to you, James Shellnut, a high-profile lawyer joining us from the Shellnut Law Firm, James, she's the worst, because Dr. Angie and I were talking about guys that will give a sugar baby their credit card or their money, and it seems irresponsible to us on the outside looking in but this 93 year old senior depended on Mallory Giles for everything she would go into his checking account I believe and pay his bills and take care of him bring him his food take him to the bathroom probably shower him give him his meds so while he wasn't getting some sex kick from her he was really dependent on her for his day-to-day life. Oh, absolutely. Look, one of the most common forms of elder abuse is financial exploitation. He has a lot of high-risk factors here. He is isolated. He is somewhat immobile. He has limited contact with people. He depends on one person who has access to him financially, who has access to his health care, who is constantly in his ear on a regular basis. He has multiple high-risk factors, and he is a prime candidate for exploitative abuse by someone financially, and that's exactly what he turned out to be, was a victim of that. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty, beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. 
It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Caitlin Becker joining us from DailyMail.com. Caitlin, is it believed that she actually tried to poison him? That's exactly what authorities believe, that she actually went out of her way to obtain these opioids and administer them to the man she was hired to care for in order to essentially keep him quiet. Keep him quiet. Dr. Maroney, uh, you've handled a lot of... uh ODs, but anything like this, intentionally poisoning the old man to, quote, keep him quiet? Yes, we see this and we call it chemical restraints. Uh, And we also see this in children when parents or babysitters give drugs to children so that they don't run around the house, not inside, outside, not climbing on stuff. They give them Benadryl. This case, opioids were given prescription controlled substances were given. We see it at every age. It happens way too often. Dr. Maroney, has there been any link between um, use of Benadryl as a child to any problems later in life? Not published, but short-term problems, yes. Like what? Well, um, you're constantly exposing this child to a sedative that's a histamine so the body builds up um, a tolerance and then these kids don't react to normal doses when they, they have an allergy or they have sinuses or they have an infection because they have all this Benadryl in them and you need a, a months to wash out so the body responds appropriately. Plus, antihistamines have a lot of other uses one of the things is when they work for allergies, they shut down your your uh, veins and arteries so that you don't get redness. Uh, histamine releases blood in an allergy and it, it flows and you get redness. And it also messes with your blood pressure. Mm. Does it bring it up or down? Histamines lower it and histamines force it up. You could actually force somebody into like a stroke situation if you used antihistamines like this. Okay, everybody here in the studio is looking at each other like, "Mm -mm, there's a next murder, but making somebody's BP go up with Benadryl. Thanks, Dr. Maroney, for putting that out there. So Cheryl McCollum, this guy is raised to the hospital near death, and then his daughter is told, yeah, your dad OD'd on opioids. And she says, he's not even prescribed that. Then everybody looks at the home health care provider and they confirm none of his prescriptions involve opioids. Right. And then they have a whole nother list of things that don't make sense either. He doesn't want or need outdoor furniture. He doesn't need women's shoes. There's that whole other list now that they're going to have to, you know, make sense of. 
And I think they're going to do it pretty quick. Guys, take a listen to Tara Morgan, W-E-W-S. Police say Giles was the man's home health aide and was allowed to use his credit cards to buy things he needed. Police arrested Giles here at her house in Huron last Thursday. Police came here with a search warrant and a list. Police say she used the man's credit cards in part to furnish her house. Police say they believe Giles mixed old prescription pills with the man's medication to cover her tracks, and at one point, he ended up in the hospital. He was actually very lethargic at the time, so they ended up giving him Narcan, and they found opioids in his system. Now, see, all of this so far is circumstantial. Did she give him the opioids? Did he somehow get his hands on them and take them himself on purpose or by accident? But that is not the end of the story. She could easily say, he gave me these things. This was voluntary on his part. But take a listen to WEWS. I'm sorry. Mallory Giles is heard on Sandusky Police Body Cam making numerous apologies and what sounds like a confession. I don't know why I did this. Huh? I don't know why I did this. I don't know why either. Giles answering tough questions from police after an investigation started in April when police say an elderly man's family stopped by for a visit and noticed something wrong with his financial records. Do you have a drug problem? Alcohol? Sometimes. I get sad and I do stupid things to make myself feel better. Did you think this stuff was going to go away? Okay, Dr. Angie Arnold, question. I did this, it made me feel better. Drugs, no. Alcohol, yeah, sometimes. Can you actually get some sort of a physical high uh, as a shopaholic? Nancy, believe it or not, I treat people for that also. Man, you know, it never gets old for you, does it, Dr. Angie? Okay, first you no, got ma'am. the sugar babies. Now you got the shopaholics who may, in fact, be the same piece of people. But go ahead. I want to hear how you get addicted to shopping. Because sometimes my daughter will go in her room, and the only way I know she's alive is I got a ping from PayPal. Oh, my Lord. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to call her a shopaholic yet. Go ahead. It's a dopamine rush. Okay. I know everybody's gone in like Target, right? You notice how Target moves things around and they change things around and it's real kind of bright and colorful when you go in there? Yeah. They do it for a reason, Nancy. You go in there and you're like, oh, and, you're, and your brain is all excited from this dopamine rush. Have you noticed they have the little girl's clothing? It's always right up front when you walk in. Yeah. Like they have some bright display, as you're saying. Yes. But then you go in, they always have all the cutest Little girl, and I'm talking about, you know, eight, nine, and under, before they start saying things like, no, Mommy, I don't want to wear that, which is a terrible, terrible. I'll never forget when Lucy threw out all of her bows. She had a very extensive bow collection. It was a sad day for me. P.S. I kept them. I kept them. They're hidden. There's like 100 bows. In case ever she changes her mind, I'm ready. But when you go into Target... That's one of the first things you see. It gets to the moms, and then right behind it is the little boys' clothing, and to the right are the toys, and they're conveniently arranged so the, the children can run, run, run one way and the mom's across the aisle, but she can still see the child. I know this from experience. 
Mm-hmm. And we would get so carried away at Target. My daughter, which I got at Target, had an aerial necklace. And if you pushed it, it would do the song. La da da, da da da, da da da. Except she sang it much better. And you could hear it all over the store. Oh, wow. So I'd always know where Lucy was. Not that I'll let her out of my sight, of course. But yes, they do that at Target. And that's how people get addicted, Nancy. They It, it feels, I mean, I mean Nancy, people... I, I know people that have so many boxes coming to their house every day from Amazon and whatnot. And it's like getting a present every day. It's really not like getting a present every day because then you get the credit card bill. That's not a present. That's like a bomb. But that's not right away, is it? Well, you're right. That's not when you're opening that gift. You said something about dopamine. Dopamine is, a, is an excitatory neurotransmitter, okay? And when you're feeling kind of down and out, it's the dopamine that needs to be hit, okay? And to, and believe it or not, shopping encourages your dopamine to be hit. Take a listen to more from Jack Shea. Is there anywhere we'll go to jail today? Sandusky police say their investigation revealed that Mallory Giles had allegedly been mixing in opioids with medications that had been prescribed. They say the motive for poisoning the 93-year-old man was diabolical. She was trying to keep him medicated to a point where he wasn't looking at bank statements and credit card statements and things like that where she could just handle those kinds of things without him noticing it. Do you have a drug problem? At the conclusion of their investigation, police arrested Mallory Giles on charges that include attempted murder and theft from a protected class, which reflects the age and declining health of the victim. So to you, James Shellnut, just as if you... Um, attack a minor, have a sex attack on a minor, abuse of the elderly, the sentences are enhanced? Absolutely, they are. You know, you have uh, almost all states now have enacted a completely additional set of statutes with enhanced punishments for mistreating the elderly, whether that's physical abuse, emotional abuse, uh, it can be for financial abuse, but exploitation of the elderly over the past 10 or 12 years has really developed as something that is starting to become more well-known, something that states are taking more of an active role in combating. And yes, absolutely, there are enhanced sentences for that. And she can tell us all about it after she's sitting behind jail for a couple of years. Cheryl McCollum, mm-hmm. have you ever seen an intentional poisoning so you can go on a shopping spree? I mean, wall art, shoes, clothing, furniture, patio furniture, the works. Let me tell you what I think is brilliant in this situation is the Sandusky police. Yeah. They could have called her in and interviewed her in the interview room. They could have done a lot of different things. They went to her home with body cam, and they were able to see some of the things that she purchased there. They got her right there at her dining room table. Why'd you do it? I don't know why I did it. I'm sorry. That's a confession. And then they started to ask her, you got a drug problem? You got an alcohol problem? They are systematically going away and getting rid of any excuse that she's going to be able to put down the road. Miss Thing just had a shopping problem. Take a listen to Tara Morgan. Lieutenant Scott Dahlgren says they believe Giles spent at least $50,000, possibly more, for online purchases and at a sporting goods store. Dahlgren says Giles even bought stuff for her teenage son. We're taking the stuff that's going to, which is identifiable, it's large ticket items, couch, chair, lage, um, all your wicker stuff outside that was bought, the wall art. So what about the generator? 
I felt once in the shed. Is it not there? I used it like one time six months ago. Okay. Where'd you sell it to? Just be honest with us. Facebook. Sorry. Okay, Caitlin Becker, DailyMail.com. So this POC, technical legal term, was doping the old man after the daughter had done all she could to take care of him. So she could run through his credit card bills and even buying things for her son, outfitting her whole home and backyard to the tune of at least $50,000. And then... She even, even resells it on Facebook. It just gets worse and worse every single layer of this. And then, of course, you add to the fact that the, the victim here is a 93-year-old, someone who's lived a long life and is likely on a fixed income. So you're not only taking advantage of someone that you were hired to care for, but you were taking advantage of a protected and, and vulnerable class. And Nancy, what I find truly wild is that as we heard in those audio clips, she essentially apologizes several times and says, I don't know why I did it. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I don't even want to hear her whining. I'm sorry. She had plenty of time to think about it, stealing $50,000 and I think probably more. I mean, Dr. Maroney, our most vulnerable, the most vulnerable people in our society are the ones that are victimized so horribly. Children and the elderly. We have laws and guidelines as healthcare providers that people this age should not be prescribed certain medicines. And opioids on a regular basis are identified that prescribers wouldn't be doing that. So that's why they weren't prescribed and that's how we know she introduced diverted or stolen drugs into mm. this man's daily regimen. Kayla Becker, DailyMail.com. Where does the case stand now? Well, at this point, she's been arraigned. She pleaded not guilty. Then they had a preliminary hearing, and it's now bound on for a grand jury. She probably bailed out on his credit card. I only have one thing to say to Mallory Giles, age 34. Rot in hell, woman. Goodbye, friend. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 